0: And we're here on another edition of The War Room here on KOKC Radio in Parsons, Kansas. I'm your host, Sean Fry. And with me today, dragged in by his ankles, <laughs> is uh, Labette <laughs> County Boys Basketball Head Coach Bradley Agerbright. Uh Winners of seven out of their last eight. And uh, that one loss was to a Parsons team that's won five of its last seven. So both teams in the county of Lebet doing very well right now. You guys are certainly shooting up the standings. You guys are in, the, I believe you guys are seventh right now in Class 4A East, uh, coming off uh, two big wins in the week, opened up Tuesday night with a win over Chanute, and then come back and you beat Fort Scott, uh, get some revenge on a game that was a little frustrating to you guys, and we'll get into that a little bit, but... Bradley, tell me a little bit about why you guys are playing well right now. This is this, this is the best that County has played in about three years, really since Javon Relaford was on the yeah. team.
1: Yeah, you know we're having some success finally, and um, the the reason because of that is our kids. Um, they're buying in, and it's not just that they bought in this season; they bought in this summer, and um, we were ready to go from the start. And it might not have shown on our record early that we were ready. Um, took some lumps early, but. I'm really proud of this group, and you know, one of the big reasons though is our seniors. We've got six seniors, and um, a really good group that we know we knew was going to come in and be a, a really good group. Um, didn't really get the record they wanted their junior year, and they came in hungry this year, mm-hmm. and um, they they finally shrunk some wins together, and we're learning how to win. And I'm, I'm really excited for this group.
0: You mentioned that after the game on against Fort Scott, and you mentioned it uh, again just now you talk about learning how to win. What does that actually look like within your program? What were, what were you lacking before this run that you were on?
1: You know, just, just finishing games. Um, it wasn't like we were getting blown out by 30 every night the last three years. We were in games. We just couldn't finish it when it came down to the third and fourth quarter. We couldn't, you know, get the stops when we needed, or we couldn't get a big shot when we needed one. Mm-hmm. Um and we would get some wins here and there, but we couldn't consistently do it. And now we're consistently getting stops when we need them. Um, we've got seniors hitting big shots and even some sophomores and juniors hitting big shots when we need them. Um, but just the belief is there more than um, anything. You have to believe you can do it. And um, they're starting to believe they can do it. And their, their effort is what's really getting it done. And our defense has, has really helped that too.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy I want to talk a little bit about is Eli Heston, obviously – uh, one of the more feared guards in the Sek league, uh, can create a lot on his own. Uh, and you rely on him for that, too. You rely on him to be the engine of your offense when it comes to point production. Uh, I think this year he's evolved his game past, you know, long-range shooting. Not that he ever was not—he he wasn't ever a one-dimensional player. He wasn't just pick your nose in a corner and shoot a three— uh, he could always create that three ball, but he's driving to the rim more this year. He rebounds. Uh, how many rebounds do you think he averages? He's
1: averaging, I think, right at four right now. That, um, I mean, for a yeah, kid his and size, he's averaging his one or two the last two years. So. Yeah.
0: So he, he's gotten more aggressive throughout the entirety of the court. Was that a point of emphasis for him in the offseason?
1: You know, the big thing for him was getting stronger and um, trusting and adding more stuff to your game. Just like you said, you know, it, he, before he was probably known as a three point shooter. Um, and not that he couldn't get to the rim, but. He's more confident right now. Um, he's confident when he goes to the rim. And instead of just hoping to get a foul or, and not get a foul, he's actually looking to finish and make the shot. And then if the contact comes, the contact comes. But the big thing for us was just getting him to finish with contact. Um, but his mid-range has been really good. That's what i been mm-hmm. most impressed with. Um, you know, his jump shot, he's really getting length on that jump shot getting height on that jump shot, um, which is what he has to do. He's not the tallest kid in the in the gym. Um, So he's got to get that separation somehow. But he's figuring out new ways to get open. Um, He's figuring out how to get reading screens, either fading those or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, curling them, whatever he has to do. But he gets the most attention every night. So he's he's had to battle that from the start of the year. You know, he's been face guarded about 50% of our games this year. And, um, you know, that's frustrating at times because sometimes you don't get the looks you want to get. But um, what I've really challenged him is when, you know, when they're really guarding him hard, um, get others involved. That's a big thing for us. You know, he's a great passer. He's averaging three assists a game too. Um, so just the whole package. He, his assists, his rebounds, um, his turnovers have gone down. Um, everything he's doing right now is really good for us. Mm-hmm. And um, the one thing I really haven't said is how great of a shooter he really is. Um, he he's probably arguably one of the going to be the best three point shooter in the back county history when it's all said and done this season. I truly believe that. Um, he he. It seems like this year the. The 19 he'll give
0: you is more complete than maybe the 26 he would last year because his 19 is including those four or five rebounds or three or four assists. He's better defensively, I think, this year. Uh, Not afraid. You know, I I think he's – so I I definitely will take Eli Hessen as a senior than what I I saw last year. And obviously I would have taken him last year too. He was a feared player last
1: year. I'm, I'm really proud of him and where he's came, even from Christmas. You know, I don't think he played extremely well the first six games of the year, and he'd tell you that. Um, but he really he really turned it on after Christmas, and um, he's bought into the team and not me. And that's what I always enjoy about Eli is he's a team-first guy, and um, he makes everyone else around him better, and that's what helps us out. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Alex Meister, another kid. Uh, w- without just outright sharing my bias, love the kid. <laughs> One of my favorites. Uh, yeah. He's super yeah. nice. Uh, I-, I actually had like almost an in-depth, a long conversation with him I went to go watch one of Heather Wilson's plays earlier this year. It wasn't the SpongeBob one. It was, uh, it was like a game of T. Ti- I think it was called yeah. Game of Tiaras. They yes. had it in the black box, black box that she yeah. has there. Uh, Alex sat right next to me, and we talked for like fifteen minutes before that show started. Just about any any old thing. He's a smart kid. Uh, he's probably most accomplished athletically as a distance runner at Lebet County, but he is really a stab- I mean, he is a f- he he's a true compliment to. Uh, Eli on the uh, you know as a perimeter he kind of plays that swingman role a little mm-hmm. bit for you. Uh, he, he's able to take guys off the dribble. He shot the three ball well this year. Uh, can can re- I mean he's the, well, why is Alex Meister really I think having what is truly a breakout year?
1: You know he's I, I keep telling people he's he's really stepped into a leadership role this year, um, and he's always been a true leader, but this year he's done it more vocally um, than he has in the past and. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a practice you know if, if you come to one of our practice he's going to be the most hard-working guy in the, in the whole doesn't matter when he steps on the floor he plays hard in any drill we do any team setting we do um, just an outstanding individual um, kid it doesn't matter if it's AG track cross country you know you talked about the play um, 4.0 student um, just a great great kid he's going to do Many yeah. better things than me and you ever do in our lives. So, yeah. Um, he's already better and, than and, us. And we he, he, we no, promise is, you that, no, Alex. Alex. He is. Um, <laughs> I, I'm super proud of that kid. Um, and he's been more aggressive this year. That's what's really, really changed his game. Um, he's about 6'2, 6'3, so his length always helps him. I play him kind of inside outside. Sometimes he's a post, sometimes he's not. Um, not afraid for him to bring the ball up either. Yeah. But um, a really special kid to me. Um, Alex and me have gone all the way back. From junior high, I was his junior high coach at Meadowview for a year, his seventh grade year. Um, and, and just being around that kid for seven years, I'm, I'm truly blessed to be to be able to be around him because um, he makes me better as a coach. He's just a great human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't say enough things good about Alex, but his defense has been better this year, um, and he's so coachable. Um, he's always looking to improve his game, and, and he wants to win. Man, he wants to win. That's That's what I really enjoy about him. You know, at the end of the games, I – I told I told you the other night, I pulled him out at five minutes there and you know, I told him he's gonna have to hit a big shot tonight and he goes, I know coach, I'm going to and um, tugged on, tugged right behind me and said, I'm ready. I said, Okay, go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just came in and, you know, he hit that and one, he hit that jumper and the you know, yeah. and that all came after he got he got sat down for thirty seconds in the fourth and it didn't face him one bit. Um, he took the challenge and um, that's what I'm really enjoying about him is that he's really stepping up and he's being a leader for us. He's averaging, I think, 14 is what you asked. And I think Eli's averaging 15. So yeah, they're so right one, there to compliment you. for each other. And if it's not Eli one night, it's Alex. And the night it was both. So that mm-hmm. was, that was great.
0: Uh, two, you know, we talked about two of your seniors there. Let's talk about two of your younger guys. And I'll start with Hudson Baker, uh, sophomore, big, uh, you know, tallest guy on the floor. Most nights, probably the only night he's not is against Easton Ewing. And he's going to be, and that's kind of a limit. You're always going to hold him to that standard to a degree. Eason Ewing, obviously, a very talented big man. So it's, uh, you know, he he holds Eason Ewing holds a candle higher than most do in the state at his position. But Hudson Baker, a guy with a lot of height, uh, some decent footwork. uh, Anytime you have somebody with that kind of skill set and that body type, you you want to hold that. You want to have high hopes for them. Uh, what has his evolution been like uh, going into in this sophomore year? Cause I mean, he's not, he's not dropping 20, he's not dropping 15, right, right. but uh, you know, obviously you want him to evolve. I'm sure you want him to evolve into a, a key component of your team. He is now, but he's going to be first or second name year. called yeah, next yeah, year.
1: Yeah. Um, Hudson, you know, he's, he's a big kid. Like you said, six, six kid um, really evolving his game though. Like you said, he, um, at the start of the year, he, he didn't really have a whole lot of post moves to go with what he was doing, and he's learning those post moves, but what we really challenged him this year is rebounding. Um, we can't coach that size, and um, if you can't score on the post move or you can't, you know, you can always go score an offensive rebound. That's just effort. Mm-hmm. Um, that's getting positioning. And um, What I was really impressed with him on Friday night was his rebound, and we challenged him to go get 10 a night, um, and he's probably averaging about six or seven a night right now, which is, we want him to get to 10. Um, and he had, I think, 14 rebounds the other night, and a lot of those came in the first half, Um, and that's just effort. He's starting to figure out his positioning. You know, sometimes his base gets a little bit too shallow for us, and we have to widen him out, but, um, you know, the other night he made some great moves. He made that one move where he had the dribble, and he he made a jump stop, and then went up on the other side. Um, Just little stuff like that that, um, and you said it next year, he's going to be a main focal point for us. I mean, um, he's going to be a starter coming back. He played a lot as a freshman, um, he didn't start as a freshman, but he, he played a lot of minutes. He's going to have to be huge for us next year. Um, and I've got other guys going to have to step up, too, with all these seniors that we have. Mm-hmm. But um, for him, it's getting better every game. You know, it's, it's it's finding new moves, finding ways to maybe I'm rim running one game. Um, he had a couple blocks the other night, yeah. which is really good to see. He should be having about three or four a night with <laughs> his length. Um, but he's starting to figure out how shots come off the hand, how they come off if someone beats him. Um, just little stuff like that that um, – Game reps is what really going to help him and make him better. That That's what always helps us because we can't always emulate size and practice. That's what hurts us. We don't have, you know, Alex is our next biggest kid going against him, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's not a, a true look for someone in a game. Um, but game reps for him will really help him, and I really expect him to really grow. expect these next five games I expect him to grow. I expect him to be a force in sub-state, so.
0: Last younger guy I want to talk about is Xavier Phillips, uh, son of friend of the show, Ryan Phillips, the (laughs) LeBette Community College softball coach. Uh, But, uh, you know, Xavier to me is... Good luck this year, Ryan. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, obvious, and, you know, Xavier to me is one of the more interesting developments that you guys had this year. You essentially home grew, fast-forwarded, a new weapon for you, uh, a new iteration of your offense. You know, against Chanute, he had 10 points, but eight, I want to say all 10 came in the second half, and eight of his 10 came, I believe he's, I believe Xavier Phillips was responsible for eight straight points in in that game against that Chanute in the fourth quarter. uh, You know, and you know, he's throwing up the three salute after some of his threes Who He plays with a little bit of swagger. uh, And this is a kid that was, that was stuck in JV to start the year, Mm -hmm. which most sophomores are. So there's nothing wrong with that, but you know for him what is that rapid ascent accredited to uh from your perspective
1: it's his willingness to do what the team needs and it's him wanting to play um plain and simple he he wanted to play and he started showing that in practice and you know we, we made him earn it this year I'm not gonna lie um made him earn that spot and I, I told him you know it's gonna mean so much more to you if you earn it other than me just giving you something and he went out and earned it and I think we started him about the Coffeeville game right after Christmas there, and um, since we started him, I think we've won seven of those last eight games. So, um, not not a credit to anything that I did, just him playing hard. Um, But he's a great scorer, you know. I you can't always teach kids to look to score all the time. And um, with Xavier, I will say he looks to score. Um, He's looking offensive rebound. He's looking to get get the Mm -hmm. points, and um, that production you you can't make up with some kids. Um, What I'm really proud of Xavier though is. That he's starting to work on defense. That's what he's really got to get better at. Um, his rotations on yes. defense are probably his next. Yeah, big challenging thing. him on, to rebound. You know, he might not have the size down low that he always wants to. That he's gonna have. He's gonna be a big kid. I mean, he's gonna get that size this summer. We know he's gonna develop. Um, but when you don't have that, you have to really work on your box out and get positioning. And um, he's he's having to learn how to do that. Not just use my athleticism. I mean, he's very athletic, six and he gets blocks. He's really good about it. Someone gets in front of you, he's good about reading that shot and getting behind you and blocking it. Um, but if, if they're getting in front of you, that means they're beating you. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're challenging. Don't don't let them get to that point. That way, you're not working on fouls or anything like that. But had a great Burlington tournament. Um, they've really stepped up for us in that in that um, Burlington tournament. Had a great. But you um, won. That we did win. <laughs> um, he he got hurt in the championship with about a minute left and um, hurt his ankle. And he he'd been coming back from that. His shots been a little bit off. So it was great to see that Chanute game. He he was coming out with a little bit of a slump there and. Hit those eight straight points. You can see it on that second three, just relief off his shoulders. I mean, mm-hmm. hit a big three. and um, I'm super proud of him, and I know he's going to be a great player for LeBec County in, in the next couple of years.
0: Uh, Bradley, you want to stick around with me? we got to go to a quick break. We'll talk a little bit about what the rest of your season is going to look like. More Bradley Argerbright, if if you can stand it, on The War Room, <laughs> uh, here on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Don't go anywhere. And we're back here on The War Room, here on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry, joined by Bradley Argerbright, uh, Pitt State graduate and uh, Levette County High School boys basketball coach. Uh, looking ahead at the season now, what's your guys' record? Eight and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven, nine Six and three in the league. Nine and seven. I probably should have done this before we went to break, but I'm going to pull up the caseer standings right now. I know you guys are sitting at about seventh in the. In I the think sub- we are state. seventh right now. Yeah. In the sub state standings, the big thing about that number seven is that puts you in the top eight, gives you a home playoff game. How critical is that? Do you think? when it comes to kind of the formula of working through the postseason. I know coaches hate looking too far ahead, but to a degree for me, it's like, you've got to have a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. You yeah. And a, a home playoff game is a good goal. Yeah.
1: You know, that's, that's a huge thing for us. Um, when I told our guys going into Shaw, um, which is our homecoming Friday night, and I and I truly mentioned, I said, you guys are getting ready to go play in front of one of the best venues in all of Kansas, in my opinion. Um, my, I love our, our home harrison gymnasium and and i know our players love it and for our seniors it means you get to play in front of your fans in front of your student body one more time Mm -hmm. so for us that's a huge deal um we we want to go and and that's a goal for us you know that that puts you you know in the top eight and and also you know if there's an upset the top you still get another home game after that you know you don't ever know what's going to happen that first round Mm -hmm. um so um we want to get the highest seed available to us we want to win out and we want to we want to push as high as we can go and but the chips fall where they may there. But um, the, the higher the seeds you get, the more chance you get at home games. And I'll t- um, and it's crucial for us if we could get a, a Saturday game at home for a sub-state championship at home. And I'll, um, we'll take that any day of the week.
0: And I'll tell you what, there is not a uh, – th- there's a very clear path for you guys. Actually, I'm not sure how clear the path is, but there's a very plausible a path. To get a, a top four seed, yep, yep. you guys are looking at these standings right now. Just running through them real quick. Eudora is number one at thirteen and two. Your favorite, everybody's favorite school in Class Four A, Bishop Miage is twelve and five at the number two seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Payola is third at number at eleven and five. And then it gets interesting. So you guys are sitting at nine and seven, right? The four seed is ten and six. Yep. yep. And Tanganauxi, well, Migo the five seed at ten and six. Holton, the six seed at ten and seven.
1: If we somehow tie with Paola, we'd get the head-to-head on that one.
0: Yeah, because um, you beat Payola, yeah, yeah. uh, and uh, you might have to. Re- you might have to tell me, although it doesn't look like it would favor you. And many, it, I know, de- it, it, defensive goes defensive of, defense, defense, it goes on
1: defensive average first.
0: So you guys average give up about fifty point eight a game. Yep. The team, every team ahead of you until Tonganoxie gives up fewer. Tonganoxie right. gives up. Actually, every team gives up fewer, so you yep. would have to pass them outright. Yep, yep. But that—that's a logjam yep. up there. Yep. And it is, and the uh, the other nice thing is you have a game lead on Independence right now as well. So that's a big game on yes. Tuesday. Yep. Uh, and because if you beat them, you all have two games. Yep. There'll be a two game. We play them, them oh, the We season.
1: play a dare on Tuesday, by the way. We play. That's right. You Andy's the last game of the year, which is I think the twenty eighth. That's right. Oh, we got the last game. Yeah. And
0: that game won't be counted to sub-state anyway.
1: The last I game don't, of the year. I think you are right. Is it Wednesday when they cut I believe off? so.
0: After that last Tuesday. Yes. Those last Tuesday I think
1: you games, are right. So, yes, that'll be the cutoff. So, there's three games It'll count to left.
0: state seeding if, if you get as far. Yes. Like, they, they'll throw that game right, in there. Right, 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 right. But, uh, obviously, a very, uh, it, you know, it, it's a logjam up there. What does it speak to the, to the progress that you guys have made this year just for the fact that you guys are in a number seven seed now. This this was a team where you guys were bounced out of the postseason early the last few times. Yeah,
1: you know. Um, On the road. It, it means that, you know, as we talked about earlier, our guys are starting to believe in the process, and um, we're winning games that, that we think we should be winning and um, finishing games that, that we have a chance to finish. So um, we just want to keep climbing that ladder. Um, for the last couple of years um, since I've been the head coach, we, we, you know, we've been – at the bottom, looking up, um, when you get on Keshia and look at those um, standing, so to get on there and you know think that you, you know you could have the possibility of hosting a substate game. Um, I know our guys are excited and they're going to work work their tails off to get that done because we, we want to host one and, and play in front of our our home crowd. Um, that that'd be really exciting for our program.
0: Do we see any gamesmanship to maybe avoid me age, or do you just play it out and see what happens? <laughs>
1: We're going to play as hard as we can play. I, I, I know that. Um, I'll say
0: this. So right now, the way it would play out is if every top seed won every game in Substate, that's who you would draw in yeah. your uh Substate championship. Yeah. But ideally, you, ideally you don't want
1: to be by them, be. but um, yeah,
0: it's almost yeah, destiny you, when it comes to a <laughs> County facing Bishop. It's going to happen.
1: I'm knocking on wood. <laughs> we're going to break that curse. Hopefully that, you know, but if, if they do come to town or if we have to go to there, you know, we're going to give them our best shot. I know that. Um, and I know our guys are going to play play as hard as they can. And, um, here's, the and no is, is, here's the thing about a Paola team you beat
0: is here's the thing about a team you beat is number one seed Udora Paola just lost to them by one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I mean, th- there's there, there there's not a lot of separation I think between the top down with the exception of Mie. Yeah. So
1: yeah, you know they're going to be good and they, they've got some of the best players in the city. Um, but anyone else up there we feel confident with. Yeah. Um, and I and I'm. I feel confident with me age. I think our guys will be ready to go, and we we'll give them our best shot. Uh,
0: looking, let's look at the other side of the aisle real quick uh, to, to your colleagues on the girls' side. Uh, they, they've been a, a very competitive program this year. Tough, heartbreaking loss again in double overtime to Fort Scott. But I, I want to ask you—you you know, you're you're in your what your third year now yeah. here, at, yep. uh, Labette County as the head yep. coach.
1: Yep, six year total. Yep.
0: Uh, what? Is there anything that you took specifically from Christy Snyder and how that program is run? Because they've been winning league titles and going to state and going to substate championships since you and I have been alive. Uh, is there anything that you, you've gleaned from them that you, that that maybe you or you learned that you didn't know before? Uh, kind of watching them do it.
1: Yeah, you know, I was blessed to be able to um, teach with Christy for a year too. Um, my first year before she retired from teaching. Um, And I've known Christy, my, you know, since I was actually a baby, um, a a great, a great woman, um, besides basketball is what I'll say about, um, coach Schneider. And the thing that I really take from her is just consistency. You know, um, she doesn't do anything exotic. She doesn't, um, probably put a whole lot of sets in. I'm a set guy and, um, she believes in what she does and, and she coaches, um, defense really hard. You know, their presses every year are really good. That's what, you know, she might not wins of games. Yeah. Um, and you said that it's a consistent, that they've been good this year, you know, since she's been the head coach, they've been good. Um, you look up on that wall and that's just before the 2000s, you know, it, it, it's a dominant wall up there. Um, and just consistency and discipline. That's what I'll take from her. Um, coach Snyder, you know, you walk a fine line when you, when you play for coach Snyder is what I'll say. Yeah. Um, but that that's that comes with respect is, is how I look at it. You know, those girls respect her, um, and they play hard for her. And it doesn't matter who comes into that program. You know that she's going to coach you hard, and um, they're going to do things the right way. That's what I've always liked about Coach Snyder, and um, a great program.
0: Yeah, and one thing I, I one thing I've 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 praised around the last particularly last few years is how deep she's willing to go into her bench. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's got yeah. to be frustrating. When a team is giving Labette County its best shot, and it's midway through the fourth quarter, and out come three or four subs to keep yeah. pressing you with yeah. fresh legs, yeah. And part of, and and so people are probably going to sit there and think, man, they just have the pipeline, and every and they just keep developing these girls, and they do, but to a degree. But I also say, well, she trusts them to go out there, right? You have got to trust. It's not like you know. So it's not like their seven, eight, nine are just would go start anywhere in the league. Right. I mean, some of those seven, eight, nines are true seven, eight, nines. But she puts them out there. Why? Right. You know, is that where do you think the value is in that?
1: You know, it, it's game reps. You know, we talked about that with Hudson earlier. Um, it, it's getting game reps, even for young kids. Um, and you know, a great example on our team would be John Redford, someone that didn't play a lot last year. But you know, you've got to get them in situations where they're getting those game reps and they get confident. And when you get to games like they had against Fort Scott the other night, you can put those kids in and you trust them and you know they're going to do their job. And um, she does a great job of of getting kids in, but she gets them in at the start of the season. It's not like she just started, you know, doing it, you know, game 18. It's all year round where um, they're getting those reps and they're getting confident. And, you know, that that might come with some not having success or not winning a game. Um, But in the long run, you have to realize that. You know, I might need some. Someone might fall out down down the stretch. Um, someone might get hurt. Um, whatever that may yeah. be, you got to have someone ready, um, and that you're confident with. that It's actually had game reps, and that you're not just going to throw in there that has never been in that situation and, and won't be ready.
0: She could she could shove her, chop her bench in half and go two, three, maybe four deep. Right, yeah, she got the six most. This and, year. Yeah, yeah. And maybe yeah. they win, and, and, and people, and maybe they win a few games that they lose over the course of their season but i don't think they win as many games like there's yes. games that they win that they wouldn't win because yes. of it yeah, because not they as... got that
1: experience in the end yep yeah yep. Or and she it, has someone at the end that has to take care of the ball or
0: just the sheer just the sheer fatigue energy about it too yes. i mean you don't yeah. i mean the way she plays
1: yes yeah, yeah. yeah. you got a I mean, defense mean
0: you everybody wants everybody can be you know you could have a team of marathon runners out there <laughs> or you can have platoons of sprinters and right. that's what, that's what she wants right uh we got a, about a minute left uh Tell me, so you've got a dare, and then who's your Friday? Game? We've got a
1: dare on Tuesday. We've got at Pittsburgh on Friday. So, mm-hmm. um, huge league game for us. Um, it'll be good to kind of get away from the league for a night. Um, have no idea anything about a dare. I kind of watched some film on them and our coaching staff. Um, I, I know that we're going to play hard and we're going to be ready to go. Um, what I can't believe is that the other day we had a track meeting, so that that's coming up next too. So, um, <laughs> it, it's crazy how fast the season's moving. Mm-hmm. Um man, you know, I know, I don't have much time here, but I'm I'm super proud of of our players this year and I'm really proud of these seniors for getting some success and um playing hard this season for us.
0: Well Bradley, thank you for uh, coming on the War Room. We'll always appreciate you. Uh and it's it's been exciting to watch what your program's done this year. Appreciate that. Uh and we're we'll see what, what chips fall in the postseason. Who knows? Maybe maybe with, with, with any luck, you guys draw Parsons somehow in that first round.
1: And that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, if if that does happen, I, they're it, I expect I expect to be packed so. in there. They are they're playing really well. They came in and gave us all all that we wanted. Coach I'm playing hard. Absolutely. But hey, I appreciate you having me. Go Grizzlies. Absolutely. Thank you
0: very much. Uh, for listening to The War Room. Thank you to Coach Argerbright for coming on. Everybody stay safe and God bless.